What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Pablo Torre. And Tony, to work with you again means the world. Tony Kornheiser, that's so sweet, Pablo. To work with you again means it's summer. That's what it means. And we'll buy it. Okay. That's what yeah. it means. Yeah. Yeah. But this is... I'm happy. This I'm is happy a relationship we have. A relationship entirely of convenience. I went to the ear doctor today. It's hard for me to <laughs> hear anymore, so I'm happy to be working. So speak up, kid. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. Wilbon worked Tuesday. Apparently that was enough. So I'm pleased to welcome back our great friend, the host of the ESPN Daily Podcast, Mr. Pablo Torre. That's sweet. That's good. And we begin today with Baker Mayfield out of limbo land. The Browns traded the overall number one pick of the 2018 draft to the Panthers for a conditional fifth rounder. Cleveland will also pay $10.5 million of his salary, with the Panthers picking up $5 million and Mayfield himself restructuring the final $3.5 million into incentives. Pablo, do you like this for Mayfield, for the Panthers, and even for the Browns? Tony, I like this for us as people, I think, who could use Baker Mayfield as a character in the NFL. We get a week one game where the Panthers welcome the Browns to their stadium. Baker Mayfield's going to have his pride on the line and a lot more than that. So for that reason alone, I really do appreciate this. But in terms of the teams involved, like, let's be clear about something. Desperation, which the Panthers have in spades, it rarely gets a discount like this, right? The Panthers don't really know what they're doing at quarterback. They have Sam Darnold. They have Matt Corral. They have Baker Mayfield. They've traded six picks for those three guys. I have no idea if any of them are actually worthwhile starters, but they get a discount on Mayfield because the Browns, as we know, did one of the most cynically, insanely cynical things in going all in on Deshaun Watson. And so because of that, Baker Mayfield gets to ride again, sure. Yeah, so both teams are in exactly the same situation. They don't have a quarterback, okay? Correct. It's the Browns, what the Browns did to Mayfield They publicly humiliated him in a way that you rarely see by going all in, as you say, on Deshaun Watson. And that would be great in a parallel universe, but not in this universe where Deshaun Watson's recent behaviors is probably going to keep him certainly from the start of the season and maybe from playing the whole season. And if they weren't so terrible to Baker Mayfield, he might have been able to stay there and help them out for a little while. Look, I think this helps Mayfield because it gives him a chance Pablo, I believe that Mayfield will start over Sam Darnold. I don't think Sam Darnold's any good at all. I'm not saying Mayfield's great, but Sam Darnold isn't any good at all. A couple of statistics here. Mayfield has 92 touchdown passes and 59 starts, and a 29-30 and 30 record as a starter. Those, those numbers are much better than Darnold's numbers, I would think. And sure. the problem is they're on a bad team, okay? The, but the solution may be they're on a bad team in a bad division. Other than Tampa Bay... New Orleans has no particular quarterback they're in love with. Atlanta has no quarterback they're in love with at this point. So in that sense, Mayfield has a chance. It it must be a terrible come down, though, to have been the number one overall pick and to be traded almost literally for a bag of beans. Beans. Well, that's a a conditional fifth rounder is insulting. But the silver lining is that he he gets to win a job. 
which is not something he was necessarily going to be afforded in Cleveland. And that's, and that's where we are with the guy who is, I would argue, the best commercial actor among all NFL players that I can recall Very maybe good. since OJ. Like, the idea that no. Baker Mayfield, Tony, right, can be more like the season that he had the year before last when he was fine to good as opposed to last year when he was terrible and he was hurt. I think the fact that he played hurt means that there is, in fact, upside here for Baker and for the Panthers. And by the way, it's possible that if Christian McCaffrey is healthy, which he never is, that that team is pretty good and they can get out of the rut, the sort of 5-11, and 5-12 rut, that yeah. that seems to be their high watermark all the time. Does. No, the yeah. team should have existential questions. They're owned by the richest guy, and they have a terrible coach. But we move now to a different existential football question, Tony. The question of what Notre Dame should do. Now that the Big Ten and the SEC have left the rest of the college football conferences basically in a pile of quicksand. Because Notre Dame, as we know, has its own television contract with NBC. No other college has that sort of a deal. So if you were Notre Dame, Tony, would you be staying independent or would you be jumping into a conference for fear of the future passing you by? So if, if I'm Notre Dame and NBC gives me a long-term deal and I get to keep all the money, I will stay with that for as long as I can. Because I don't have to share that with any member of any conference anywhere, and it's a pretty good deal. My fear, though, is this, that what the Big Ten and the SEC will do is form a mega conference and it will be stocked with so many really good teams that television will come along and say, you know what, the winner of your conference is going to be the national champion. We're going to proclaim that on national television. And then the music stops and Notre Dame is standing and they don't have a chair. And that's a very bad situation. Pablo, I think the analogous situation to a degree is what's happening in golf right now. The Saudi mm. tour comes along and it's got a lot of money and it attracts a bunch of people. All right. And the PGA tour sort of scrambles. What are we going to do to combat this? The critical thing in golf is the majors. If all the majors let the Saudi tour players play, then the Saudi tour wins. They win. In college football, the critical piece is the playoff. Notre yes. Dame has to find a way to get to the playoff. That's all that matters to them. Yeah, on one side of the ledger, Tony, is the ego, the self-image, the exceptionalism, self-perceived of Notre Dame. They're independent. They're special. They're a national brand. They are not Penn State, right? This is sort of like their thing. We're special. We're Notre Dame. But the Big Ten, the way the Big Ten has played the risk board, that's the analogy I'd go to here. They're playing risk, the Big Ten is. They are assembling all of these territories across the board, across the map, in ways that no other conference really is. And so they're national now. They're absolutely national, which means that if you're Notre Dame and you say, okay, I want natural rivalries, I want USC, I want all the teams of the Big Ten I was playing already, I want maybe a Stanford to keep the academic reputation up, all of that is on the table if you're Notre Dame. So the ego hit is lesser, and then the financial hit, Tony, even before the playoff consideration, we're talking maybe an eight-figure difference annually for Notre Dame if they join the Big Ten, which to me, over the NBC contract, which to me is a no-brainer at that point. So, but let, let me follow up on that for a second, because if I'm the athletic director at Notre Dame today, I'm calling the commissioner of the SEC and I'm calling the commissioner of the Big Ten, and I'm saying this, I want a better deal. I'm worth more to you than a lot yep. of these other schools Wait are. It out. I'm bringing millions of eyeballs. I want more money than someone else, Arkansas or Kentucky or Northwestern or Purdue. I'm worth more. You know, and you, he would say, you may think I need you. I'm telling you, you need me as well. We move on. 
For those of us with absolutely nothing to do, the NBA Summer League is on television. Last night, the number two overall pick, Chet Holmgren, made his debut for Oklahoma City. Holmgren had 23 points, seven rebounds, four assists, and he set a Summer League record with six blocks. Pablo, are you buying shares of Holmgren after one Summer League game? Tony, I really appreciate you putting this story in the show today. I know Summer League to you is a thing you would never buy stock in in general, but the idea of Chet Holmgren and buying stock at this point is the definition of buying high, right? Like if you were in on him before this, good for you. You can now benefit from the fact that this is basically the opposite of a Friday news dump. A Tuesday in July in the sports news cycle means Chet Holmgren can be celebrated like the next coming of Kevin Durant. But the idea that He's going to keep at this ceiling to me. That's where we got to slow down a little bit because, again, look at the names of the guys he was playing in Minnesota in this game. I'm guaranteeing you're not so familiar with Kofi Coburn. The only way, Pablo, that I am buying Chet Holmgren at this moment is if I am standing behind him on a line at a GNC store and he's buying weight-on pills. Because he is seven feet or seven one, he weighs 190 pounds. Yeah. He's minute, bowl, skinny. If he turns sideways, you, you may not be able to see him. I place no value in summer league whatsoever. You can be great in summer league; doesn't mean anything. What means something? If you stink in summer league, you're fired. You're no good. But thank you for mentioning Kevin Durant, because it is possible that skinny people can do well in the NBA. Yes. Kevin Durant is an example. Kevin Durant cannot bench press Chet Holmgren. But, Pablo, I can't look at Chet Holmgren now and somehow see Kevin Durant. Maybe you can. I cannot do that right now. No, admittedly, I see Chet Holmgren and I'm like, this is a skyscraper that has structural issues. I agree with you on that. (laughs) But the issue with what his potential involves is Durant and beyond. Because, Tony, what we saw in this game, which is unlike what he did in college at Gonzaga, he was handling the ball. He had space to operate. He has the ability to pass and dribble and shoot from three on paper. And again, he is about the thickness of paper. He is incredible. The Thunder will give him the ball and say, do whatever you want. We're bad. We're taking for another skyscraper-sized kid, Victor Wembanyama, in the next draft anyway. So numbers-wise, he will produce. I just don't know if you can count on Summer League being the evidence for the argument. He's playing against rookies and and no-hopers. He's not playing against a 30-year-old tough physical starter from the NBA who's going to bang him around. I get all the things he can do. I get that, but in the real NBA, there's going to be a man in front of him. It's going to be different. Let's take a break. Coming up, why the Mets should feel great about a game they lost last night. And we're going to subject Tony to a video that is going to make him sad. What's the word is next? I hope he's a very great player. I hope he's a great shooter and a ball handler and all of that. But you got to be somewhat physical. Yeah, what happens when, when he bumps Pardon up the interruption the is presented by Corona Extra. Find the fine life. Live La Vida Maspina. Part of Happy Hour. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! 
Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, presented by Corona Extra, part of Happy Hour. We always seem to play what's the word when the human thesaurus is here, which I consider to be an effort by the producers (laughs) to make me look bad because he went to Harvard. What's first? The Mets should feel blank about last night's 1-0 loss to the Reds. They should feel invigorated. I know they Mm. lost the game. I know Cincinnati is a lousy team. I know that their once insurmountable lead in division over Atlanta is down to two and a half games, right? But Max Scherzer, who you know I call a warrior god, Max Scherzer came back from almost two months out from an oblique strain. He went six innings. He gave up two hits, no runs, and he struck out 11. He struck out every single red starter at least once. This is why I want Max to autograph his Binghamton Rumble Ponies jersey for me and send it to me. He went, he's out, Pablo, for almost two months, and he gives up nothing. The Hartford Yard Goats hit him harder than the Cincinnati Reds. It just seems to me that if you get Scherzer back and then you get DeGrom back, you're in reasonable shape. But my word for those reasons is heretical. This was a heretical performance by the Mets, blaspheming your warrior god, Tony. That's why I choose that word, because Max Scherzer is going to be fine. He is terrific. He's as good as you imagine him to be, as good as you pray at your shrine to him. All of that is so. But the problem is that they need more than Max Scherzer, Tony. They need to help him. The idea, I'm not gonna blame, I'm not gonna be like the guy who sits in this chair normally and blame the starting pitcher who pitched a, 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 a wonderful game, as you said, right? And blame him for not scoring the runs also, even though it's impossible. It's not his problem. It's the problem of the people that he is counting on to help his religion be furthered. I sort of agree with that. What's next? Kyle Schwarber's performance last night was blank. Okay, my word is regrettable, and I'm speaking now completely as a Nats fan, just completely as a Nats fan. We had Schwarber last year. We let him go. He had 16 home runs in the month of June, Pablo. 16 home runs. He hurt his hamstring. Suddenly he's gone. He's in Boston. At this time last year, the Washington Nationals had Scherzer and Schwarber. And now you know what they've got? But who's counting? They've got a death grip on last place. <laughs> they're not giving up last place for years. That's where they're going to be. So Schwarber last night, first batter up. Paolo Espino throws it in. Boom. 
It's out, home run. Comes back up in the third, Espino throws again. I don't know that this ball has landed yet, the one that he hit in the third inning. And then he comes up in the fourth, and Davey Martinez says, I got to get my pitcher out of here. I cannot risk yeah, no a mas. third home run. Let me just get him out. I like him so much as a guy, I'm, I'm going to get him out. So, you know, Schwarber's got 25 home runs this year. I think it's number one in the National League. And the Nats are for sale. It's all regrettable. It was an animal houseian performance by Kyle Schwarber, Tony. And I say that because the video of that first home run, right? You know who had a death grip on Victor Robles? The fence. Look at how this played out. He's just hanging there like he's saying, please, sir, may I have another? And they got plenty. It was a spanking unto eternity, Tony. And that is how it must yeah. feel to be a Nats fan, as you say. Yeah. Just being paddled. No, it's, it's, it's tough. It's yeah, it's, it's tough. Sad. That's it. That's the last word. We'll take one last break. Still to come, Rafael Nadal continues his remarkable run at Wimbledon. And will Shohei Otani, Tony, continue his own remarkable run tonight? So it's beyond sad to be a Nats fan now. I mean, you do it for sort of the family of fans. You watch all the time, knowing sure. it's going to have a bad ending. I mean, it's just, it's rough. And Again, yet we had do it. Are- Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Part of the interruption is presented by Corona Extra. Find the fine life. Live La Vida Maspina. Part of Happy Hour. Happy time, people. Happy 22nd birthday, Zion Williamson. Zion did not play a single game this season, none. And still New Orleans signed him to a five-year extension worth $193 million. That's how valuable the Pelicans think Zion will be if he ever actually plays. In his three seasons in New Orleans, Zion has played only 85 games out of a possible 226. Almost every calculation about Zion is based on dreams and Instagram videos. He's never actually (laughs) played in a playoff game. Is he great? Maybe. He's certainly electrifying when he's on the court. He's electrifying when his sneaker explodes. Everybody knew Zion would be the number one pick in the draft after his obligatory one season in college. Zion was the biggest college star since LeBron James, who didn't even go to college. And now he has talent around him with Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum. But the only way he's worth all this money is if he plays, Pablo. No, Tony, look, dreams and Instagram videos in your age maybe felt like a thin rationale for an entire economy, but that is the basis, basically, of the American dream these days. And Zion Williamson right now, I understand, like, we have no idea what he is. I get all of these, like, 
vaguely photoshopped images the way that you get them. But to me, Point Zion, there was an experiment they ran the season before last where he came up with the ball, he brought it up the court, and he was excellent and versatile, and his ceiling, I hate to keep using that draft cliche, but his ceiling is so high, cathedral high, that I continue to, yeah, worship at his potential. Happy anniversary, Patrick Mahomes. On this day two years ago, Mahomes signed a huge 10-year extension with the Kansas City Chiefs with $477 million just months after he was named most valuable player of the Super Bowl the Chiefs won. The total amount of money the contract could be worth is $503 million. According to Pro Football Focus, Mahomes' contract is rated sixth in the NFL behind such quarterbacks as Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson because of guaranteed money. But there comes a point where these comparisons seems nitpicky. I mean, who would not want Mahomes? Maybe Rodgers would be on the same line with Mahomes, but Mahomes has already been to two Super Bowls, one more than Rodgers. And Mahomes is ahead of some terrific other quarterbacks in the AFC, like Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow and now Russell Wilson. Yeah, look, to, to nitpick Mahomes is to point out that he has been beaten by Josh Allen now, that he is not as immortal as he once was. But Tony, if you are taking a poll and people are telling you that they would rather have someone else not named Patrick Mahomes over Patrick Mahomes when they're all going to make insane GDP level salaries anyway, they are lying to you. Patrick Mahomes is clearly the best, most exciting quarterback still in this sport. Agreed. Agreed. Happy trails, Taylor Fritz, the 11th seed, the last American man left in the Wimbledon draw, knocked out today by Rafael Nadal in a thrilling five-set quarterfinal that lasted four hours and 20 minutes. The final set was decided by that 10-point tiebreak that Nadal won 10-4 after going up 5-0. Fritz had led one set to zero, and then he led two sets to one, but Nadal kept coming back like some sort of vampire. Nadal thus keeps alive the dream of a Grand Slam, having previously won the Australian Open and the French Open this year. He is an unlikely Wimbledon winner, as grass is his least favorite surface, but he's now into the semifinals, where he'll face Nick Kyrgios, and there should be no doubt that Nadal will have the full backing of the crowd, because there's no one in tennis that plays with the force and effort of Nadal, and to see him at his age now win like this is thrilling, Pablo, it's thrilling. It is just incumbent upon us to point out one person in that crowd who wanted him to retire in this match was his dad because he saw the health, he saw the injury potential looming right there, and Adolf fought through all that. He fought through the wishes of his own family members to deliver, yeah, an iconic performance well beyond the expiration date that we'd given him. So if and when he wins Wimbledon this year, and if he beats Djokovic to do it, and his dad comes to the party, I hope he gets <laughs> stiffed at the door. All right, I say, get out of here. Let's go to the big finish. The Astros beat the Royals for their eighth straight win. Is that a big deal? It is because Jordan Alvarez did the Bo Jackson thing where he threw out a runner at home in the eighth and then hit his 25th home run at the bottom of the inning. But Bucks receiver Mike Evans, he's saying that he fears that Gronk is done with football, Tony. Do you agree? I don't know that Gronkowski can be read that easily. He's great with Tom Brady. I would think he would try to come back just to see if it worked. That doesn't mean he goes the whole season. He may not get out of training camp, but I think he'd try. The August yeah. 6th fight between your boy Jake Paul and Tyson Fury's <laughs> brother is off. Are you disappointed? Tyson Fury's brother somewhere is insulted. I would sort of address that, but I have no idea what his actual name is. But now Paul's going to fight Haseem Rahman Jr., Tony, so good luck with that. Bradley Beal. Meanwhile, officially signed his five-year deal to stay with the Wizards. Are you excited? 
No, because he's got a no-trade clause, so they can't even move him and stock the team. Not particularly excited. No, last one, Shohei Itani on the mound for the Angels tonight against the Marlins. Your expectations are what? That he's going to be great and urge us to consider whether there are custody services in play with a player like that on an organization who's that bad. Out of time, trying to do better the next time. Tyler Reddick, shout out. And I'm Pablo Torre. Thank you for watching. Please check out ESPN Daily wherever you get, you know, the good podcasts. And now here's Sports Center. I think your podcast is a big hit. I know lots of people. Thanks,